Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 355, and it's a solo podcast today. No no Darth Wager. And I go through the college football week seven picks, and then I give my NFL coaches poll awards and my NFL week five award winners. Remember, you can contact the coach with any comments and questions at the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast at Talk Gambling on Twitter and Instagram. That's the handle at Capital T and Talk, Capital G and Gambling, at Talk Gambling. And you can submit any questions you might have for the show. We, we, I, I keep promising doing a, a, a mailbag podcast, and I will get to one, I promise. Uh, don't forget to use MyBookieAG. Use promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a, up to $1,000 in free matching uh, money when you do that. Uh, bet on the NFL. You win. You get paid at MyBookieAG. Uh, don't forget... All the picks, myself, Darth Wagers, Nikki Guns, AK-47. AK-47 was a winner this week in college football. I'll talk about the standings during the pod. Uh, somehow beat out Darth Wager. Although some people might say Darth Wager won. Let me know what you think. But all the pre-picks are gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. Uh, go to the menu. We Go to the free picks page. You got the... You got the NFL picks. You got the college football picks. We even have Major League Baseball picks. And uh, don't forget I'm an author. The L.E. Armini series. Three books I've written. Cold Blood Red. Fourth and Dead. Squeeze Play. You can get them directly from my publisher, thewordverb.com. Or for Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can download it to your favorite reading device as well. Let's get to it. Podcast number 355. The quiz today is an advanced level quiz. Very difficult. You really know your uniform numbers if you get this one. Born April 18th, 1973. Almost the same day as AK-47 and my sister. Outside linebacker, obviously wearing number 55. This is episode 355. Went to Florida State. He's a first-round draft pick. The 28th pick overall by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A Super Bowl champion, 11-time Pro Bowler, five first-team All-Pro, 99, 2000, 2002, 2004, 2005, and four-time second-team All-Pro. That's that's quite a run. That's, that's impressive considering you played 14 years. I'm impressed. Walter Payton, Man of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year in 2002, He's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, a two-time consensus All-American at Florida State, 93 and 94. Pro Football Hall of Famer, College Football Hall of Famer, Derek Brooks. That that would that that's a that's a higher level uh, person than uniform numbers and knowing your football players to get that one. Congratulations if you got it. This is a Han Solo pod, no Darth Wager. He's under the weather. He couldn't go Tuesday night. We tried to hold off to Wednesday morning when I'm recording this. And uh, he, he's still he's still not having any of it. So you're just getting the, the coach's picks today. Although you did want Darth Wagers. He went 8-1 and one last week uh, picking college games. He had had a cold streak. Things had been, not been going well. And he, uh, he, he got it going on in, in a big way. Uh, last week going eight and one. He uh 
He said he just missed an 18 parlay uh, army cost him. That was his one loss. Uh, but he did bet an 18 parlay for some reason. I guess he wanted to have a lottery ticket, but he <laughs> he almost hit it. He almost hit lotto. But he went 8-1. and one. Uh, My Google spreadsheet is playing games with me right now. Uh, the coach, myself, I went 3-2. and two. Uh, AK-47 had the best week. Darth Wager went 8-1, and one, didn't even have the best week for us. AK-47 went 4-0 and oh in college picks last week. He went 3-1 and one the week before. And Nicky Guns, uh, he went one and three. He didn't do so well in college. But all those college picks are available at gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. They're absolutely free. We post those, put them up. Uh, you go there and, uh, yeah, get them for free. Click on the Amazon banner ad. Buy yourself something nice. A little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show. Let's get to the picks. Virginia at Miami, Friday night. We'll be. Somewhere probably over the Midwest at that point. Me, myself, Nikki Guns, as we are on our way to Vegas on Friday night. Virginia at Miami. Miami has the advantage in yards per play on offense. Virginia is averaging just 2.6 yards per rush this year. Uh, both teams struggle on third down uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Both teams do a good job on the defensive side, though. Opponents average... Less than five yards per play against these defenses. Miami does have a tendency to shoot themselves in the foot. A little bit of lack of discipline. A lot of penalties on that squad. A few turnovers here and there with that offense. My lean here is Virginia, who has covered five of the last six versus Miami. But this could be a low-scoring game unless the defense puts some points on the board. The number was, the total number was at 43.5. It's now up to 45. Take the under. 45. And Virginia and Miami on Friday night. Friday, 10 o'clock. We might, we might be on the ground by then. There's a very good chance we could be on the ground by then and uh, rushing to get this bet in. Uh, Colorado's at Oregon. You got two good offensive teams, both averaging about six yards per play. Uh, the Buffs are better at converting third down than Oregon, believe it or not. Uh, difference in this game is the Oregon defense that is allowed under four yards per play. And the bus pass defense is averaging about 9, 9.5 yards per play. That's not good uh, uh, when you're going against that Oregon offense. Uh, Colorado's offense, I think, helps them hang around in this one. I'm, I'm going to wait to bet on this game until later in the week and see if it pops up to 21. Right now it's been sitting at 20 and a half since Monday. It, it hasn't moved at all. I, if I have to, I'll buy the half point, get it to 21, get that key number there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it hasn't moved. I'm, I'm a little shocked it hasn't moved uh, one way or the other. But I'm going to take Colorado. We'll, we'll, for podcast purposes, we'll do 20 and a half points. So those are the Friday games. Both those games are on TV. ESPN on, uh, for the um, Virginia-Miami. FS1 for Colorado at Oregon. Saturday. It all starts at noon Eastern time. We'll be up a little bit earlier out in Vegas. Oklahoma. The Red River Shootout at Texas. The spread start at 9.5 is up to 10.5. Texas is good on offense, uh, but Oklahoma is ridiculously good on offense. Uh, the defense isn't great for either team, but Oklahoma allows uh, only 27.78% conversions on third down. I like that. Texas, meanwhile, is uh, allowing slightly over 40%. Texas was able to hang around with LSU. Uh, I think they should be able to do the same with Oklahoma based on Oklahoma's defense and how good Texas offense is. 
Texas, I thought, had a really good win last week at West Virginia. That's been a trap game for them the past couple of years, losing. I know a couple of years ago they lost at West Virginia, and they, they struggled last year against West Virginia as well. So that's a really good win. I know they had, it started out slow for them, but they finished strong. Texas getting 10.5 is my play, my first play on Saturday. 3.30 game, Michigan State at Wisconsin. This number, unfortunately, has moved on me. I'm still going to go with it. Uh, Wisconsin has been awesome on defense. Just 182 yards a game against. Michigan State defense is actually allowing uh, just 300 a game, but almost 400 in the last three games they've played. So Michigan State's defense has dropped a little bit in their last three games that they played as they've played better opponents. Uh, this game's going to be in the hands of Brian Lewerke because Wisconsin allows less than two yards of carry rushing. Uh, Wisconsin has had opponents has held opponents to 15% of their third down conversions. Uh, this is going to be a grinded out game. I'm taking the under. This is like a 20 to 17, 17 to 10 win. I don't think any team gets to 20 in this game unless Lewerke uh, has a bad day and, and gives the ball up in his own uh, side of the uh, side of the field. Uh, take the under. 40. It was 42 and a half on Monday, if you could find it anywhere. Uh, I got another 330 game. This one's not an under. This one's an over. Um, Washington State at Arizona State. This is an early start for a West Coast game. Uh, people are sleeping on Washington State. Mike Leach grossed his team out publicly <laughs> recently, uh, but they'll put up some points. The last six meetings between these two teams have had 53 or more points. Uh, both teams coming off a bye. Mike Leach is angry. Uh, teams will be very prepared and very creative, I imagine. Especially, you know, you got Mike Leach uh, going against uh, Herm Edwards. Who's going to be more creative? Mike Leach. Uh, the only blemish for the Sun Devils is that odd home loss to Colorado. Another good offensive team. A home loss. Arizona is usually very good at home. I advise you to stay away. The, the last, since 2017, they're 8-8 eight and eight against the spread at home. So they've kind of lost a little bit of their luster at home, and that Colorado game should have been a little clue into looking in on that. Uh, Washington's averaging 7.5 yards uh, per play on offense. Arizona just 5.5. But Arizona's converting almost 50% of the third downs. But, again, that Arizona State defense, a little bit of fool's gold. I know they only have one loss, but they're allowing 50% conversion rate on third down this will this will be a high scoring game uh the number was at 59 early in the week it's down to 58 take the over as both teams will get over 30 points in this game take the over and right, let's pause for a moment uh to hear from one of our sponsors all the free picks are located at www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com we have nba college basketball when that starts up we have nfl college football Major League Baseball, all the picks are there, absolutely free. When you're there, you can help out the show. Click on the Amazon banner ad. It looks like my book, Squeeze Play. Click on that. It takes you to Amazon. Buy yourself something nice, and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. Again, the website with the free picks, www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. Now for some of the late games on Saturday. First one off. Let's go to USC at Notre Dame on NBC. This game is at 11 points. It's staying at 11. It hasn't moved. Uh, so USC is getting 11. Trojans, they go to South Bend. Notre Dame is better on offense than USC, especially 
uh, if third stringer Matt Fink is a quarterback for USC. The Trojans have been better uh, on offense and defense on third down situations in Notre Dame, but Notre Dame has played a little bit of a tougher schedule. Uh, big difference in this game is the playmakers Notre Dame has. Uh, they're just much better on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, the, the Irish also take care of the ball much better than USC. The Trojans since 2017 are 0-5 against the spread as an away dog. So not much to this game. Take Notre Dame, a much superior team, lay the 11 points on Saturday night. Another 7.30 game, this one on ABC. Penn State at Iowa. This game uh, has moved quite a bit as far as the line and the total. These two teams are very close statistically. Iowa just couldn't get it going last week against Michigan. Michigan is turning it around. Uh, not This isn't going to happen two weeks ago to, to Stanley in Iowa. Uh, I think Iowa runs about 22 more plays on offense than they do on defense. And they, this so they take care of the ball. They'll have the ball in their hands a long time. And they'll keep it away from Penn State. Uh, kind of a game plan you've seen going on against the Chiefs lately. We'll talk about that later on in the podcast. Uh, both teams, uh, about the same success rate on third down on offense and defense. This game is going to come down to the wire. So I'm going to grab the home dog and the points in this one. I'm taking Iowa. I got them at four and a half. It's now down to three and a half. I'll take the three and a half as well. But I've seen it. It's been bouncing around. You go to Vegas Insider and you can look at the line history. And it was at two and a half to open up. Uh, so take Iowa at three and a half. It might bounce around a little bit more. So hopefully you find a number you like. Uh, the under. I like the under in this one. It was 44 and a half if you can find any place on Monday. I did get the line on Monday. I couldn't really find anywhere to place a bet uh, legitimately. Uh, so now the number is down to 42. I still like that. I, I think this is very similar to Michigan State, Wisconsin. Uh, a team's going to score 20 points to win. The other team's going to be in the teens. So I think you're safely in the 30s in the total in this one. Uh, I know I just said Iowa will get their offense going. Uh, last week they had seven points. Uh, they're going to, you know, they'll get to 14, 17 points. That might be enough to win it in this one. Uh, so that's another late game. Two more late games, 8 o'clock. Florida at LSU. Big game. ESPN, probably, you know, NBC, ABC have games, and the best one to watch is probably on ESPN. Florida, it did, it was 13 points to Florida at LSU. Now it's 13 and a half. Florida's on their third QB. Uh, Felipe Franks is out. Uh, Kyle Trask left the game last week with an injury. Uh, Emory Jones, a freshman uh, from LaGrange, Georgia, now has uh, has has a game in his hands. And, and he's got to go to Baton Rouge. And even if it's it's Kyle Trask that gets in the game, that's a tough place to play for a young QB. Uh, very tough. Uh, LSU is beating teams by an average of 30 points. They're, they're picking up 561 yards a game, 591 in the last three games. They hold teams at just 292 yards a game, although that's gone up lately in the last three games as they've played better competition. LSU converts 55% of the third downs to the Gators just 33%. If you watch that Florida-Auburn game, especially that second half, it was ugly. Uh, Darth Wager had the under in that one, and not many points were scored in the second half. It looked like that was going to be a loss for him, and it turned around. Uh, I think this is a bad spot for the Gators after a big win. Uh, 
Uh, last time, the only thing that scares me is the last time this game was decided by more than 13 points was 2011. I'm going with the Tigers in this one. I haven't heard from my LSU fans. Maybe it's because they, they always used to hit me up on Twitter, but I changed the Twitter account. Uh, I'm taking LSU, minus 13 and a half. Maybe I haven't heard from them because I've been taking LSU most of the year. Uh, last game, the uh, – oh, boy. I really did bad on, on Saturday during the day. I, I need to chase and take a late game. This is a 10-15 game on ESPN2, not the Ocho, ESPN2, Hawaii. Is at Boise State. Both teams average more than six yards per play. Uh, Boise is clearly better on defense. <laughs> they have the home field advantage. The Rainbows have battled a, a little bit on the on the road this year. Uh, the big question for Hawaii is if they can take care of the ball. Uh, Boise has won the last six games and they haven't been close. That's why I'm a. I think Hawaii can actually stay with them in this game, but I'm I'm not going to take a chance on that. But. Hawaii's offense is much better than this year. They played better on the road. The over number was 59 and a half. It's down to 58 and a half. I'm taking the over, especially with that Rainbow's improved offense. Take the over at 58 and a half. Now, let's stop for another break before we get to the NFL awards from the coach for week five. Thanks to our show supporter, MyBookieAG. Everybody listens to the show to find out who to bet on. Where you bet is just as important. Go to www.mybookieag. They have live in-game betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and a mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. Just visit mybookieag. That is M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Use the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast promo code DARTH, D-A-R-T-H, to activate this offer. Be like the Chalk Talk sports guys and major into wager. You play, you win, you get paid. At my bookie, AG. Let's look back at week five of the NFL with coaches, the coaches poll. My top five, and the number one spot has has jumped around. It was the Rams after week three. It was the Patriots last week. The only team leaving the top five is a team that didn't even play last week. The Lions, kind of unfair, but not considering. Uh, the way some of these other teams have played. Lead off with the Rams, who have had a slow decline leaving the coaches' poll. They were number one, number four. Now they're down to number five, and I could actually bump them for the 49ers, uh, who just beat the Cleveland Browns on Monday night. But I'm going to hold off on that. I'm going to leave the Rams at number five. The Rams and 49ers play each other. It could be a winner. A winner, uh, winner takes the five spot, possibly, next week. Uh the Rams on the road, they lose to a great performance to Russell Wilson and a missed field goal at the end of the game. They have a better all overall resume of the teams they played against compared to the Seahawks, compared to the 49ers, so I gave them the five spot. The four spot, the Packers jump into that. They leapfrog the Rams. They jump into the five spot. They were sitting on the outside lurking, just waiting to get in, and they're starting to put it all together. Uh, they do just enough on offense. The running game got going against the Cowboys defense. You know, I, I, I'm texting with AK 47 during the game. Cause there's no other freaking game on other than the Cowboys and Packers. And he's, he's up in arms about Dak Prescott. I'm like, I'd be more concerned about your defense. Packers are running all over them. Uh, the running games continue. The running game continues like that. The NFC playoffs could be very, very interesting. 
because you got the Saints playing with a backup playing darn well. You got the Packers, the Rams, the Niners, the Seahawks. Those are some pretty darn good teams. And the Lions just got bumped out. I'm not, I'm joking. I, I did pick the Lions to go to playoffs. That's why I put them in the poll last week. I don't know if they make it back in, but they're playing they're playing okay. So the Packers are my four spot. The three spot is the Chiefs. And they moved down a spot. They were number two. Now they're down to number three. And they got basically the Giants 1990 Super Bowl game plan against the Buffalo Bills worked against them two straight weeks. Detroit did it, and then Indianapolis did it. They play keep away. The Chiefs need to stop the run. And that that's going to be their Achilles heel, that and Andy Reid's clock management. Or, or they're going to lose in the playoffs, and they could get upset in the playoffs by somebody. So the, the three, the Chiefs, they have some real, they have some things to figure out. I know their offense is good, but they really got some things to figure out because there's a game plan, thanks to the genius known as Matt Patricia and the Detroit Lions that people are going to go to school on. And Frank Reich put it right to work. And you know Frank Reich seen that that Giants uh, game plan firsthand in 1990 as a backup quarterback to Jim Kelly. Number two team, I'm giving it to the Saints. The Saints weren't in my top five after week three. They moved up to three in week four, and now they're in week five. They're number three. Uh, no, I'm sorry, number two. Uh, the defense needs to stay healthy. I think depth might be an issue on that side of the ball, but Bridgewater's doing a g- great job being Jeff Hostetler. We're going back to 1990 New York football giants for, for the coaches' poll. Uh, he's just doing enough to win the games. They're a very good team. Holding the fort until Drew Brees comes back. Another no, a great job by the Saints. And then my number one team is still the Patriots. You know, another cupcake, another win for the Patriots. Uh, what can you say? And now they get the Giants on a short week. The Giants, well, you know, we'll talk about that in the podcast with Nikki Guns. But uh, the Giants are, are walking, uh, walking zombies in, in some positions right now. We'll talk about that uh, on the uh, on the NFL podcast later on in the week uh my jeff spicoli most confusing team that goes to the pittsburgh steelers how they run 22 less plays in baltimore they have the lead they somehow gets tied at the end of the game goes overtime baltimore has 139 yards passing in the game and 138 yards rushing pit i'm sorry wins the turnover battle Three to two. And then they go into OT and Tomlin defers. He wants his defense on there. I know the defense played well, but you take the damn ball there. There's no strong win like Bill Parcells back in, I think that was the late 80s, not 1990, where Bill Parcells chose, he deferred and chose the wind, which was a good move then. There was, the, the wind wasn't that big a factor in that game. Uh, the best kicker in football, Justin Tucker, looks like he's going to miss it to the left and all of a sudden the ball uh, it's like the magic loogie in uh, the Seinfeld episode. It takes a, a magical right turn and, and goes th- right through for the, the game winner. Uh, man, tough loss for the Steelers. The quarterback, Mason Rudolph. Jeez, I was talking to a couple of kids in, in school today. And one of the, one of the kids, a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, goes, I thought he died. <laughs> they took his mask off and everything. My goodness. Got drilled. Oh. Hey, I got a new award this week. The Forrest Gump Box of Chocolates team. You don't know what you're going to get. That's Tennessee Titans. It looks like we got the orange cream-filled chocolate 
disaster this weekend. Uh, the Titans win the turnover battle, one nothing, but just can't do enough to put the put the ball in the damn end zone. What a waste of the best defense in football. The Tennessee Titans lose to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the team should be much better. My Simon Bar Sinister Award, the Oakland Raiders. Not only did they ruin my best bet for the week, they ruined Nikki Gunn's best bet of the week. They probably ruined everybody's parlay and teasers for last week. But overall, good job for the Raiders. Gruden hasn't believed in. Knock on wood. Knock on wood if you're with me. <laughs> good job, John Gruden. Three and two. The Joker might be right with his preseason prediction. Yeah, the Raiders going. I, I had, know he had him in the playoffs, but he might even had him doing more than that. I have, to, I have to look it up. I'll go back in the archives and look that up. Oh, my gosh. The underdog of the week. We have a plethora of teams to pick from. I'm going to go in reverse order. My number five, Daniel LaRusso, underdog of the week, would be the Arizona Cardinals. An upset technically, but the Bengals are pretty awful, so they're not our winner of the Daniel LaRusso award. Uh, Green Bay Packers, are the Cowboys really good? They haven't beaten anyone good. but Not sure that's our winner for the underdog of the week. That's a great win for the Packers, though. And Aaron Rodgers owns the Cowboys, just absolutely owns them. Denver Broncos. Big win on the road. Chargers have a ton of injuries. They lost Melvin Gordon. Uh, they really haven't played well this year. But great win for the Broncos. Desperate team over the Broncos, and they came through. But they're not our underdog of the week, the Daniel LaRusso Award. It's not the Oakland Raiders, the Simon Bar Sinister Award winner. They are not the Daniel LaRusso Underdog of the Week winner. I mean, they are forcing turnovers when needed. They they, you know, they had a big lead. They blew it. They came back. They drove like 98 yards for the winner. Uh, I'm I'm really enjoying the Raiders season, even if it's costing me money left and right. Um, they're, they're, they're kind of a, a candidate for the uh, Forrest Gump Box of Chocolates Award at, a, at any given Sunday as well. My underdog of the week, obviously, is the Indianapolis Colts. Ground and pound. Don't let the Chiefs touch the ball. Colts, 37 Minutes and 15 seconds with the ball to the Chiefs, just 22 minutes, 45 seconds. The Colts ran 17 more plays. The blueprint has been set. Thank you, Matt Patricia. Thank you, Frank Wright, for perfecting it. Everybody knows how to beat the Chiefs for now. I'm sure Andy Reid will make an adjustment. All right, thank you for listening to the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast. We'll be back again very shortly this week for the NFL Picks before we take a little trip to Vegas for week six in the NFL. Hope everybody gets through hump day okay.